You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your hosts, Peter, Steve, and the godfather of plumbing, Dan Peterson. Good morning. I'm Steve Gilbert, co-host of the Inch by Inch, the Ultimate Home Comfort Show. I'm a sales consultant of Roy Inch & Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing. We are a service experts company, four-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, uh, the London Free Press, Best of London, and London Community News Reader's Choice Award. We hope that you'll be listening to us every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide information to you, our listeners, about heating, air conditioning, and plumbing, especially when, Dan, you're in the seat, and how it works in your home as well as some great energy-saving tips. Uh, but most important, the phone lines are open, so you can call in locally at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. You can always send an email to inchbyinch at serviceexperts.com. And today, one lucky caller will win a, uh, a whole home uh, plumbing inspection. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good to have you back in the chair, Dan. It's good to be here. And we have a new guest in our in our in the in the uh, studio today. <laughs> we so do. He's been he's been in the chair before, but um, today's kind of special because you know we'll take heating, air conditioning, and plumbing questions. And Peter referred to this once before that today we'll take transmission questions too. <laughs> sure, sure. I'm not allowed to talk about plumbing either. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can talk if you want to talk about plumbing, Jamie. You could talk about plumbing. So Jamie Weiser from what's your company, Jamie? Uh, Elgin Transmission in St. Thomas. In St. Thomas. So yeah. you are a a transmission guy. I am. And you've been in business for how long? Uh, 20 years. 20 years. Yeah, this is actually our 20th anniversary this year. So. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, thank yeah. you. That's awesome. Well, did you go to the Knights game last night? I did. Well. And they won. 4-1. <laughs> they played an excellent game last night. Did they? Uh, I, my opinion is they probably played the best game that they have all around last night. Oh, cool. Um, they were all flying last night. They uh, put the puck in the net. Uh, goaltending played well. Defense played well. They held uh, Barry's top line in check last night. So uh, they played a great all-around hockey game. Oh, it's just too bad I wasn't there. Jamie, did you get to go? No, I didn't get to go either. But I did watch it on TV. I didn't see Dan, though, so we can only take his word for it. He was there. So. <laughs> it's just true. <laughs> well... I have hey. the ticket stubs in my pocket. If you don't, are they me. worth anything today? Like, do you get a free hamburger or anything? Yeah, like that today? hamburgers today. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you luck out on that sometimes. Right? Sometimes. <laughs> so you know, since you are in the chair, Mister Peterson, you know, um, it's great because I can ask you some difficult plumbing questions that we get when you're not sitting there. So, <laughs> is that okay today? No, that's okay, Steve. I, I already saw your agenda there, and. Uh, uh, itinerary. And you thought, are, are there any heating questions That's whatsoever? That's what I thought. Are there any <laughs> heating questions? <laughs> so we did have a caller call in, and uh, I'm, I'm going to refer this to you, Dan. Okay. But the question was uh, about how to stop the shower from changing temperature when someone uses another faucet or flushes, flushes the toilet in the house. So any suggestions for that? Um, depending on what they have for a, a faucet, there are pressure balance faucets out there available um, that will stop that from happening. So when someone flushes a toilet or uses water at the kitchen sink while someone's in the shower, that the temperature won't vary, uh, maybe a, a degree or two. But the 
biggest problem is changing that valve. How so, do you mean? Well, you'd have to get in the wall. Some people think you can just add it on afterwards. I see. Um, it's not really very feasible to do that. Now, depending on what they do have in there now, it may be just a question of the spool or the the balancing part of the valve is not working right now. So they could change that because it may be limed up. It uh, may have a piece of debris in it, and they could actually replace that with another cartridge or another uh, balancer. Okay. But they'll probably have to have somebody out to have a look at that because sometimes it doesn't always say on the valve what it is. So if they have someone out, they can take a look at that. If it doesn't have a balancer in it already that can be repaired or replaced, then someone could give them an estimate on putting a new valve in for them. Okay. Now, I I had that problem before when I was on a tank, but now that I've been on a tankless water heater, that problem isn't as prevalent anymore. So what's the correlation with that? Is there a correlation? Um, Not really a big correlation with that. Um, The thing that uh, is the problem with a tank is that you have a a big shot of water coming out of a tank. You've already got... uh, cold going in and the hot coming out. So when you have a tankless, the hot only comes on when you turn the, the the tank only comes on when you turn the tap on. Okay. So, so your fluctuation will be a little bit less, but it will still happen with the tankless. Okay. Not like when I used to live on, on Wellington street in my parents' house in St. Thomas, when they had galvanized piping and you know, you, you were to turn a tap on downstairs and the shower upstairs would just go off like there was no water coming out. There was out. no water <laughs> Zero, coming. yes. And and up there, um, that had to been... Well, over, far, over 100 years old. And how far away from the water heater? It was, <laughs> well, it, it was, a, it was I've been in your house there and it was a <laughs> long ways away from the water heater. You had to run the water even before the water hot water got up there. It's true, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, was, it was the only shower in the house, unfortunately. So you... Yes. Uh, Yes, and the, and the galvanized pipes were getting bad. So with my brothers, it was great because if you wanted some payback during something that happened in the house, then you would just simply wait till they got in the shower, then flush the toilet downstairs, and there would be a screech coming from upstairs. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, what we'd tell the kids. <laughs> you want me to flush the toilet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have those kind of problems in your house, Jamie? No, I don't. Okay. No. <laughs> but thanks for asking. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's all good. We all got along, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of water heaters, we do um, we do rent water heaters these days. Um, yes. It's a very big part of our business. So not only do you can we uh, sell and install a water heater in your home, but we have a rental plan as well. And our rentals are, it's a 10-year, but it's a, more like a lease to own. So after 10 years, the water heater is yours. Yes. Do you rent the uh, tankless water heaters as well? Yes, we do. Yeah, it's a good question, yeah. Jamie. Yeah, so... Um, Either one uh, will rent either tankless or tank water heaters. The tankless yeah. ones, though, tankless tankless water heaters, as Peter alludes to several times, is uh, they really require maintenance in order to keep them functioning properly. You had a problem with that, right? I, yeah, yeah, that's why he yeah. keeps bringing it up. Mm-hmm. So with our, with our rental program in our tankless water heaters, that rental is built right into the monthly rate. So... Once a year, we're just going to show up and do the maintenance just to verify, just to make sure that that yes. tank is operating properly. Yes. And, and cost, and this was a question I was going to ask you, and cost for the tankless as opposed to a tank rental? Twice as much, typically. Twice as much? Yes. Yeah, yeah twice as But, but efficiency-wise, are you saving that money on the, on the dollar spent on the heating? 
I think so. Because um, keep keep in mind that your your uh, tankless only heats water that you require. So I'm sitting here in the radio show today, and my water heater is not running because there's no one in the, no, no there's no one using hot water in the house. Whereas if I had a tank, I'd still be heating that water. Right. So yeah. that's the benefit. And now that now that uh, now that I'm an empty now that we're empty nesters, you know, now that the, the kids are gone. Uh, that's more of a benefit to me too because we're just not using really any hot water at all now. Cause right, right. Yeah, it really is. It's a, it's a, it's a great benefit. Yeah, it could be a big savings. Yeah. Well, that's we should just uh, grab a break right now. So we're at that time. So we'll uh, we'll check back in right after the right after the break. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, your hosts, Peter, Steve, and the godfather of plumbing, Dan Peterson. Don't you love that, Dan? (laughs) It just amazes me every time I hear it. Do Do you record and play that at home at night? No, I, I don't record that. Yes, I but, think he does. <laughs> but I did, did have someone at the Knights game last week mention that. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we've got a caller. We're going to go right to the phone, and we're going to talk to uh, Elaine. Elaine, how are you today? Very well, thank you. You have a question for us. I do. I have a question about plumbing. Okay. Um, I have four toilets in my house. Yes. And spontaneously, they run every once in a while throughout the day and night. Okay. I'm just wondering why that's happening and if that can be fixed. They don't all do it at the same time. It's just that randomly one might and then another one might. Yes, and it seems to happen sequentially. So if one starts running, then the next one will run. It sounds like when the toilet is filling, it takes about 10 or 20 seconds and then it's done. And then it it shuts off. Um, The first thing to do is to, to get some... Food coloring. Actually, at the shop, we have some dye strips that you can put in the tanks at the back. Okay. And if you see that uh, color come through, it'll turn the water a, a blue, like a dark blue or or purplish, reddish shade. And if that comes through into the bowl, you know you have a leak from the tank to the bowl. And that's okay. usually the number one cause of what's happening. And, and the flapper that's in the bowl would have to be replaced at that point. Okay, but but I'd uh, if you can get just a bottle of red food coloring or something like that at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, you can put that in the tank, turn the the color in the tank to to red. Uh, wait twenty minutes or so. Go back in the bathroom and see if it's come through into the bowl. Okay, and what are the chances that that would happen in all the toilets in the house? Well, the, uh, are they all the same age? Yes. You know that it could be the age of all of them. How old is how yeah. old is the house, Elaine? It, it's not that old. It's only about seven or eight years old. Okay. Seven, eight. Uh, then that very well could be the whatever's on the flush valve, a flapper or a big flat gasket that could be uh, worn out right now. So it's also it's a newer subdivision in the city as well. It is okay. Um, and any other any other signs in the house with your sinks or anything with different pressures on the water or not? No, um, no, I haven't noticed anything like that. Okay. No, it's probably the age that they are. Okay. And uh, what happens is that you'll lose a bit of water out of the from the tank into the bowl, and then uh, 
the valve will come on and fill it back up again, and it'll be fine for a while. It's a very slow leak by the sounds of it. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, Elaine. Okay. Bye. Bye. So we we, uh, we touched on that um, a while ago just about how much water uh, a leaky toilet can consume, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, when you're paying for the water to come in, and, and I say it over and over again, and the water to go out, um, it's even more important that you check those those toilets. And if you have that happening, um, it's a very cheap fix to fix that the flapper. It'll definitely save you in the long run. Right, because chances are all four of those toilets went in at the very same time when the builder yes. put them in, and yes. they're all the same brand. So Yeah, and some of them will have flappers. Some of them will have a, a flush gasket in them. Okay. Depending on the make. Yeah. So if you do need those parts... Make sure that you write down the, the make of the toilet. Right, because that's important these days. Yeah, yeah. Or, or turn the water off and, and bring it in with you. Yeah, so we have lots of those dye strips. Actually, all the technicians and, and the sales staff, we keep those yeah. We keep those and, with uh, us. It's, you know, like water's one of our greatest resources, so let's not, uh, let's not abuse it. So hopefully that answers your question, Elaine, and, and we do have lots of those uh, strips at the store, so if you're... If you're by our store in uh, South London, just stop in and we'd be more than happy to give those to you. Yeah. So, Dan, um, no, this isn't, this, this, this isn't necessarily a water-related question. You can, <laughs> holy, you get a little jumpy, isn't he? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Two coffees, though, eh? <laughs> it is two coffees. Yes. <laughs> I was just going to share with you something that happened and then you could just Chime in as to think. Oh. Do you think that's a good idea or a bad idea? You I know. think that's a great idea. Oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think? We had a, a a tech went into a house and and found that the um, that the the water heater venting had kind of broken in two and separated because the the joint from the glue had just come apart. Mm-hmm. It never it deteriorated over time. So, right. customer being as handy as they thought, they thought that they would just tape it back together. So it's it's handy. It gets the vent back together. What do you think about that? Um, it does get the vent back together. <laughs> um, it's kind of a red-green, uh, you know. Duct tape type thing, yes. Duct tape type thing. Yes. But it's very dangerous. That water heater, when it comes on and starts exhausting outside, doesn't know whether that vent is cracked, whether it's apart, whether it's spewing carbon monoxide into your home. When that happens, don't even really try to put it back together. Get someone in there, put the proper pipe in, because it's probably the ABS pipe that was put in there when that water heater Originally, was installed. Originally, yes, probably, yes. And that does happen. The, the glue does break down and the vents do pop apart. And I've seen that numerous times. I've actually seen them. They actually will crack sometimes, too. The elbows will crack. Yes. From the expansion and contraction, they heat up so warm and then cool down so quickly. And that going on day after day, week after week, eventually sometimes can even crack the joint. So when you see that happen, get someone in and get that looked after. And it's something that you should be checking at least once a year anyway. Right. You know, Go down your basement, see if you can give it a little tug, hold on to the fitting, hold on to the pipe, and see if you get any movement in there. If it is, it gives you a, a chance to get that done before something serious could happen. Well, that is that is why that 
the uh, the venting laws had to be changed That's in right. Ontario is right. is due to uh, black ABS piping used for yes. venting. So now we have a, a vent system called 636. It's white PVC, yeah. but what's interesting is when you apply the solvent to glue them together, it actually fuses the pipe together, so you mm-hmm. cannot get it apart. Yeah. And, and that's no longer an issue? Those types of failures don't happen anymore with that? No, it, and it's, they're, it's rated to take a higher temperature. I mean, ABS was basically, it's a plumbing pipe, yeah. right? You know, yeah. um, Not really meant for exhaust. No, the only water that goes down that drain that's, you know, is what comes the water temperature that comes out of your water heater. That's the only thing it's really designed for. Mm. Yeah. And when they started putting it on venting, um, they found that over the years that they were having these issues with that pipe. So they had to they had to do something. Now all that stuff kind of hangs hangs in the basement, right? It's kind of convenient. Yeah. So you know you've got your venting, your gas pipe, all that kind of stuff. Is it a good idea to hang clothing on that? Um, not a really good idea. No. Um, well, because it's I, in a laundry. Let's say it goes, through, let's say it goes <laughs> through the laundry room, right? But it's it's, it makes a perfect clothesline. It is convenient yeah. and. I've seen a lot of people do it, but you have to remember it is a plastic type pipe. When you put weight on it and it heats up, it is going to sag down, and then you could pull a joint apart. You could create a pocket that water's going to build up in, like condensation will build up in, and that'll just give you future problems. So, as a safety issue, right? You don't want that coming apart because you're hanging your clothes on it. Yes. And as a nuisance issue, you don't want to make a call to a, a service person because it's, the vent is filled full of water and the water heater won't fire. So to serve both piece, uh, issues, just don't hang anything on that pipe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I get into a lot of homes on a regular basis and you, you get to see lots of things. So we just we try to point that out to people that it's not really a clothesline and it's mm, important. And if you see ABS pipe in your basement... And you want to connect your dishwasher? Just make sure where that ABS pipe goes. <laughs> oh, first. so it's not the water heater, <laughs> it's not the drain. No, that's right. No, I did see that once. I, um, I, I have never seen that. Yeah. 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 Okay. And anyway, what about, what about hiding that pipe underneath the ceiling, like a drop ceiling or a well, sometimes, drywall ceiling? Yes. Is that safe? With well, the, it's safe. Yeah, once it's once it's put into place. Like but, the white pipe, once it's in, it's good. You don't have to worry about someone coming in and expect, inspecting that. Well, if if you're if you're going to change or upgrade a product, you have to always verify the yes. venting. So you have to check to make sure what type of venting is there. But yes, ultimately that's yeah. Yes. You, yeah. Anyways, we are at the bottom of the hour, so um, that's usually the time that they want to do the news. So we'll check back in after the news. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, your hosts, Peter, Steve, and the godfather of plumbing, Dan Peterson. <laughs> well, we're back. Steve, you laugh every time they say that. Well, I do. I, I think it's great. <laughs> and, uh... Jen's taking Jen's taking Peter's call right now. It's kind of funny, but um, if everybody, because we didn't say where Peter was, right? Peter is in uh, Peter's in Grand Prairie, Alberta. Is it and, cold there? Well, I, I, we can ask him because he's waiting on the line. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> We're going to hear him shortly, but we can make him wait, or we could just pick up the phone. I guess we should pick up the phone. Hey, Peter, how are you? Good. How are you guys? We're great. We're all good. good. That's good. 
Well, I just wanted to call in and uh, make sure we mention about the Sanders Schmirler Foundation uh, telethon tomorrow. Weekend. Oh, that's right. Uh, yes. Yep. And what time is that at? Uh, it's going to be uh, in. It'll be all day long. So uh, it's yeah. in the, the first first draw, second draw, and third draw. So uh, you know, TSN, uh, just log in and, uh, and we'll be uh, we'll be talking about it the whole time long. But it's definitely uh, something I believe in, and I'm out here, and everybody is working hard at it. So I just want to make sure we take a moment to mention it. Good. How's the uh, how's the weather in uh, Grand Prairie, Alberta? <laughs> uh, it's not bad. I think we have more snow than they do. <laughs> and, oh really? Uh, uh, it was about minus 17 yesterday, but it's supposed to get up around minus uh, 5. So well, we're, we're a balmy 5 degrees today. It's uh, right. Yeah, it's lovely outside. Yes. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's a nice city. You know, I'd say it's got everything London does. This little town has it. And, uh, but uh, big hearts, they sure welcomed us really well. Yeah, you, you haven't run into my daughter there, have you? Because she lives in Grand Prairie, so... Yeah, I haven't seen her yet, but uh, I've put all the feelers out with the drivers. So, okay. you know, <laughs> keep an eye open, tell her I'm in town. Okay, <laughs> yes, yeah. But uh, good luck with the uh, with the telethon. That's great news. All right, well, thanks. Yep. Okay, okay we'll see you next week, guys. Okay, see you yeah. Bye. So just just to clarify, Peter has no shot of winning the free plumbing plus. Just I just want to put that out there because <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't get that, right? Sure. Why not? I thought he had hung up on you a couple of times when you called in. Well, I'm, I'm surprised I'm, you didn't hang up on him. But I'm today. nicer. I, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he is your boss too, right? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> no, so I will, I will not, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, we just, we'll just move on. <laughs> now there's, we did have a, we did, um, I, I should just mention about the phone lines, so I'll just retract for a second. Um, we do, we do appreciate any calls that, that come in and, and so I just will, Spit out the numbers again. The local number five one nine six four three two 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 two, or one eight six six three five four eight two five five. I had a question, Jamie, that I thought that you would have some insight on. In in the in the HVAC business, in the heating and air conditioning business, yes. You know, as product ages and it has breakdowns, yes. Sometimes people um, want to understand. Should I repair or should I replace? And it, it all it all comes down to you know age and how much of the repair. And I I sat here I thought, well you probably experience the same sort of thing in the transmission business. Yes, we do. Yes. And so do you, do you guys have a formula for that as well? Well, a lot of it comes down to economics of what 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 the product is we're dealing with. Sometimes it is more economical to replace than it is to repair. Um, and and you know financially speaking, some products just aren't worth repairing and the poor design or whatever, and it is better to move on with a, an updated technology that is going to be maybe more efficient, do a better job for the customer. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's, it's interesting because, you know, our technicians go out all the time and they're faced with uh, different, different equipment and, and customers want to know, you know, should I be pouring a thousand dollars into this 15 year old furnace? And they'll say, well, probably no. Right. 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 Um, but it's like because everything has a shelf life these days. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and and obviously, we're all sitting here. We understand that the products that they make today, the more complex and the more efficient they make them, uh, the less likely they are. To, like we don't make a furnace which is going to last forty years no, anymore. No, no, or a transmission that lasts forty years. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> absolutely. Right. Yeah. So all those things, you know, it's uh, sometimes it's difficult to get out of that mindset because when you buy something, you just number one, you don't forget. 
really, you, you kind of lose track of how old it is. So when you, someone says, well, Elaine, for instance, on the phone about how old the toilets are, well, they're fairly new, but they're, they're seven years old. Yes. Yes, that's true. And they're, they're to today's, to today's society, you know, that's their old toilets now, unfortunately. Unfortunately, right? yeah. They have much better technology now than they did back then, yeah. Um, the thing that I, that always, um, that gets my interest going is when you do say, when you're talking to someone in the, and you have a $1,000 repair bill. Right. On a furnace, a boiler, uh, a water heater, anything like that. And the next thing you know, you have to remember, all of those parts are the same age on that on that piece of equipment. So if you spend $1,000 today and three months down the road another part goes and it's another $500, think of that money that you could have used towards a new product. Well, that's, so, that's the question, right? You know, so just remember when you have, when you're faced with that bill is that all of the, the parts in that particular product are all the same age. Right. I think so. the important part about all of that that you touch on, Steve, is that the, the service tech that you have working with whatever that product is, is someone that you trust, is going to give you the advice that is good for you, not just good for them. Right. Yeah. And, and that's, that's a balancing act. Right? A customer has to believe in, in the service guy that they're dealing with and, and understand what he's trying to relay to the, to the product at hand and that you know, they're not just trying to sell you something, that they're right. trying to give you exactly what you need for your situation. And, and that's, that's a tough place to, to be for a consumer. So. Yeah, it's just important that you know, whether it's you or whether it's our technicians, it's just important, you know, to give customers all the information Absolutely. so that they can make an educated decision. Yep. Exactly. So, you know, these are your choices. Uh, mm-hmm. You've got A, B, or C. Yep. And, and this is, you know, it, it's really... That's what I'm looking for when I'm shopping. I just I want to have an option. What yep. makes what it makes the most sense because we don't know everybody's financial situation. Nope. No. So they may go with the repair because they can't afford a new product. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So it's just kind of interesting. I thought yep. you'd experience yep. the same thing in the transmission business. Yep. And consumers are more informed today than the, than they were in the past. The internet has become uh, a tool that a consumer uses to to do some background to find out about you and your company and about their product that they need to get fixed. So yeah, yeah we found that um, we are certainly on board with the whole Google review thing yes. these days, and mm-hmm. and because uh, I've come across many customers, and and I typically ask them why I'm I'm in the house and. They'll tell me, you know, we 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 looked you up on Google, so mm-hmm. yep. it's it's very powerful these days. It is so. Yes, yeah. Well, just a, a reminder for people: if you do have a a question for us, whether heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and today transmissions, uh, <laughs> the phone lines are open. You can call us at five one nine six four three two 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 or one eight six six three five four eight two five five. So we're going to go to commercial break, and uh, we'll pick it up right after that. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, your hosts, Peter, Steve, and the godfather of plumbing, Dan Peterson. Wow. I just can't get over it. Anyways, we... um. Dan, we're going to go right to the phone because we have a plumbing question for the Godfather, I'm sure. Just one sec. Okay. Uh, Kathy, how are you? Hi, I'm well. Thank you. How are you? Good, thanks. Great. I have a plumbing question. Um, okay. Can, we, can my husband and I rectify the hammering in the pipes um, after using facilities or whatever 
Um, is that something that we can personally fix easy? Is it an easy fix? Uh, it, it could be. It could be just a matter of uh, the pipes are not uh, fastened securely. Mm-hmm. And taps, when you turn them off, they go off on on really quick nowadays. Right. So you can slow it down when you're turning them off. Mm-hmm. And you can also go along and see if you can find where the pipe is in the basement and see, get someone to go upstairs and turn the taps on and off and see if you have that, a loose hanger or something on the pipe. That you can fix that yourself quite easily. Okay. The, the biggest, the loudest, I think, is when the toilet is flushed. Okay. Yeah, that that, same, same thing? Same thing. Okay. And that's what happens is when that toilet is filling back up again, it fills up, not slowly, but right. it when it gets right to the very end, it usually snaps off quickly. Exactly. And then that can rattle the, you've got that flow coming through there, and then you're all of a sudden stopping it. It'll rattle the pipe all the way back to the meter sometimes. Okay. Now, if you check that, and that isn't doing it, there are... Uh, water hammer arresters that can be put on the pipe. Oh, okay. Okay? Okay. But that's probably something you can't, couldn't do yourself, but that is, check the hangers first to make sure everything's okay there. All righty. Okay? Yes, thank you so, so much. Thanks, Alrighty. Kathy. Thanks. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, uh, I I had the same sort of thing in my house, uh, mm-hmm. but I did isolate where the hammer was coming from. It took me a bit, but uh, I found it. And yep. and and sometimes it's gonna, it may take you more than once or twice to do it because there might be a few spots. Right, and I like the I like the fact that you have you work as a team. There's two people. One's yes. turning the water on and off. Yes. Otherwise, you you can't. No, you can't it's pretty hard it. to do it. Yeah. it. It's pretty almost impossible to do it by yourself. Yeah. Well, um, I had a reminder here from the office. They wanted me to. Um, interesting enough, it's February and it's five degrees today. Someone had a someone had a a snapshot of what it was. Last year, February 20th, 2015, it was minus 26 today, <laughs> which is kind of interesting. And here we are at plus five. But interestingly enough, we would like people to think about their air conditioners right now because we want you to get your maintenance scheduled so that we, when it does turn hot, uh, you won't get put in a queue and we can get to you in, no, in a timely that's, fashion. That's a good thing right now. Well, it is. So that's just a constant reminder for people. Yeah. Just to, Start thinking about it. Yeah. You should just get it done. If You know, you can call us and schedule it. And once it's scheduled, then, then you're in the system and we won't have, you won't have to worry about it. No, nope, we'll that's just, right. We'll show up on that day. Now, Steve, on that, uh, I was a bad boy this year and I didn't um, cover my air conditioning unit. Why not, Jim? Um, I just slipped my mind. I just, honestly, I normally I do. I, this year I forgot. So what kind of havoc have I presented well, maybe maybe it's hard to say. Um, we've this little bit of snowstorm we had. Uh, typically, when your air conditioner is not covered, it's open at the top. It's open to elements, so it's Correct. open to snow and ice, and also leaves and stuff. So, mm-hmm. if that gets in there, it can plug up some of the drains. You're just you're, you're just it's like parking your car outside versus parking in a garage in the winter time. So it's always best to cover it. But you should just make sure that you know you hose it down. It's cleaned up before yep. it gets turned yep. on. Yep. Right. Yeah. That way, that way you can just make sure that. It's and is that a service that if we do an air conditioning service, that's a service that your guys will do Absolutely, as well? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. They always spray down the condensing unit just to make sure that that it, there's no dirt in the fins, so that it, it's running efficiently. Perfect. Yeah, that's yeah. important. 
Thanks for the question. No, thanks. <laughs> Once again, not eligible for the prize today, though. But Unfortunately, no. Yeah, you didn't call in. If you'd no. have picked up your cell phone and, and made a phone call, you know, we could have done something. Yeah, next time. Jen, don't take a call from, from Jamie, okay? Please. <laughs> also, uh, we, had, we had talked in the studio uh, about spring cleaning. We yes. mentioned uh, duck cleaning, right, yes. Dan? That's right. And we also mentioned uh, batteries for carbon dioxide detectors. Yes. Dan, you said something about don't forget to change your batteries in your... In your remote. In your remote. That's right. I mean your TV remote. <laughs> oh, it's your TV remote. <laughs> I get it now. I thought it was I thought it was like a fireplace remote or something. No, your TV remote. No, I just changed the battery in my fireplace remote, actually. And... Uh... I, it was a while before I changed it. Yeah, it's it's always good practice whether you do it spring or fall. If you're spring people and you're doing your filters, change your fil- furnace filters, check your batteries, check your smoke and your carbon dioxide detectors. Make sure the batteries are new. Um, I put in a new uh, Nest Protect, so it's a Nest uh, smoke detector, which ties in with my thermostat, and it has a 10-year battery on it. So it's not smoke and carbon monoxide. Smoke and carbon yes. monoxide. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And that's something you can monitor on your phone as well? Yes. So it's right on my app. So when Perfect. I, when I, if I want to check the temperature from my phone, I pull, pull it up and it also will show me the status of my house, uh, whether it's uh, safe carbon or smoke. Perfect. That's yeah. good. Well, it is because it all integrates together and it, it alerts you if there's something wrong. And you shared with me something, Jamie. You have a new, you've got a nest. Yes, I do have a nest. Yeah. 147 leaves. 147 yes, leaders. It's too quite... bad Peter's not in the studio because... Um, <laughs> he doesn't have that many? Oh, n- no, no. <laughs> no he, not even after a two or three year accumulation does he oh, have that many. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But you're way up there too. Oh, though, I'm, yes. You? Yeah. I'm, I I flashed that, uh, my screen to him to show him <laughs> my leave content all the time just oh. to irritate him. Yes. Steve's content has, has actually changed to forests. Now. Oh, he's, wow. He's saving forests now. Oh, I'm still on trees. Just... Well, I've, I've got to compete with Peter who's cutting the trees down, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> so, Dan, I'm not going to let you off the hook just yet. Okay? Okay. All right. So, water softeners. Yes. Why? I've just, I, I, the question, it's actually a fairly generic question. How do you know if you would benefit from one? Well, not everybody likes the benefits of a water softener. Um, Personally, a water softener will save um, if you have a tankless water heater. Yes. It'll help save that. It'll prolong the life of your tankless water heater. It'll prolong the life of the finish of your faucets and and the inside of your faucets. Um, it will conserve on soaps and things that you may use in your laundry. So there's many, many benefits to having a water softener. It, it will take out any of the hard minerals that are in our water that are not necessarily harmful to you. Okay. But it, they are harmful to a lot of the, the products that you use, like your, your washing machine. Um, a soft water going in your washing machine will prolong the life of the, the valves and things inside your washing machine, um, your toilet valves and things, um, what it may save you in shampoo and soap. And so water softener is a really good thing for some people. Some people don't like the feel of the water when it's soft. It has it, a different texture feel to it. To it yes, when, I've when heard you're that. And they're having a shower. Sometimes people will say they don't feel like they're cleaned off. 
Okay, like and they've got a, like a film on them, yes. like a soap film or whatever it yes, would be. Yes, but that's not the case. It it does feel that way, but you'll be saving quite a bit on uh, on your uh, equipment and on some of the products you have to buy. Now, I, I had a customer just recently uh, who had a softener, uh, mm-hmm. but she didn't necessarily like the salt. Yes. The salt, actually, if your water softener is working properly you shouldn't get hardly any salt into your water. Okay. Um, some people don't like to drink soft water because they feel that there's salt in there. Right. Um, it does have a different taste. The minerals that are in your natural water do make that water taste differently. Right. I personally wouldn't want to drink soft water. Okay. Um, but you shouldn't worry about the salt that's in there. So then for someone who who needs a softener... Mm-hmm but they don't want to drink that softened water, then so then what should they do? Well, we can repipe their a tap to their kitchen sink. Sometimes uh, they'll want to run it to a tap in the bathroom where they can get a drink of water. They can brush their teeth, whatever they'd like to. But that situation can always be remedied. You can? Yes. We can run another line that just ties in before the water softener. Okay, so I see. And then that's yeah. dedicated right to wherever they're going to have, whether exactly. that's, uh, that's right. a spigot on the sink or whatever they're going to that's do right. for that's drinking right. water. Some people don't like their outside taps connected to a water softener. I can see because then you're just burning through that Exactly, that you're softener. using it, yes. But nowadays the new softeners are all geared, they're all metered to um, use, you know, X amount of gallons have to go through before they right. regenerate. Right. Whereas before it was just you had to uh, actually have a calendar clock on them. Okay. Well, so thank they're you. efficient. Okay. Well, hopefully that gives people some insight on that. I, hopefully. I, I just learned a little bit more. But um, it, uh, the uh, our hour has come up. So, Jamie, I just want to thank you very much for... Um, Thanks for, very much. For joining us in studio. I appreciate this. This is this is fun. It's, it's fun to watch. It's fun to listen to, and it's always informative. <laughs> Even when you're sitting in the Even studio with us. Here. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and like, uh, Dan, as always, it's always great to have you in the chair. Good to be here. Yeah. Yep. So when we're not on the radio, you can reach us um, by calling the store uh, at 519-681-2450. You can reach us in Sarnia by calling 519 786 2373 or always at 1-866-EXPERTS. And you can even get us online at uh, RoyInch.com. We have one of those live chat people that you know, when you go on the website, they pop up and they can answer your questions as well. Um, also, you can get a podcast of the show if you like, and that's uh, right at the RoyInch.com. You hit the inch by inch the uh, on the right-hand side of the page, and this show will come up or any other show that we're on. So if you want to, if Dan wants to hear that intro all the time of Godfather Plumbing. He can get it there and just hit replay the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So as we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard, but by, uh, but. <laughs> Good one, Steve. <laughs> life is hard by the yard, but by the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week. <laughs>